Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This week on Up to 90, we talk Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. Back in time. Um, one of the movies was in the 90s, but sure look at Listen, <laughs> we're going to make it 90s before you say Michael J. Fox is 80s. Yeah. Wind He's also 90s. Yeah. yeah. Come okay. here. It's Christmas Day. Christmas Day. Happy Christmas. Now, obviously, it's not Christmas Day for us, but it well, is it up to the is. It basically is. Oh. I know. We're That's how dedicated we are. We're pretty dedicated. So very happy Christmas from myself and Emma Bear. Happy Christmas. Thank you for listening. If you're listening to this, it means your family are already driving you crazy. I know, yeah. Oh, it's like being in a submarine for a day, isn't it? It's pretty hardcore, yeah. Just, because you know, like the fact that you are forced to hang out with people, not for any other reason, just a D, like a DNA, a DNA link. like A just DNA a, jackpot, really, isn't it? Just kind of, you know, a moment, an ill-thought-out moment by your parents on well, multiple any, occasions I mean, has brought you all together. Anyone could rock up to your mom's house on Christmas Day um, and as long as they pass the DNA test, you'd be like, Grant, let them in. Yeah. You know, it could be like machine gun in hand. Well, like, just leave it in the umbrella rack. My parents don't have an umbrella rack, but you know what I mean? Yeah. You pass the DNA test, you're getting in. But Although, your confession there about how your parents like a bit of clay pigeon shooting. They have gone before. You see, yeah. you're getting out for the middle class girl that you are. I know. Honestly, I'm sick of you pretending to be no. a area. Up to 90, up to 90, up to 90 with Emma and Julie. Oh, yeah. I'm totally middle class, yeah. I'm only in Tala for 11 it, years. It no, maybe 14 me. years, but it was a middle class area. Were you so. in Tala for 14 years? Till you were 14? No, no, I, I was only until I was like six or seven, but my family was there. Yeah, they okay. had they had a life before me. Who knew? Um, what was I going to say? But actually, do you know what's funny now? I can kind of imagine Jimmy like just hearing about the clay pigeon shooting and just having seen him in his little suit. I'm thinking like Michael Douglas falling down when he gets the gun. Oh jeez, yeah. I think that no, they didn't. That, that was they didn't. that was a great old film. Was that yes. that was nineties? Wasn't it? it? Was nineties? Yeah. Actually, I saw a thing with him the other day on Netflix about he's a. He's an acting coach, and I'd heard a few good things about it. It's absolute shite. I can't the master remember. class. 
No, no, it's not one of them. It's like, a, you know, it's a, it's a series or whatever, but it's absolute muck. But uh, no, I think my mum, we were just, see, you have to tell the listener, we were talking about how hard it is to buy for our, oh. pres- our parents Nightmare. for Christmas. And you see, I think they'd gone to some clay pigeon shooting thing on some, it was like some work thing, right? Mm-hmm. So back in the day, years ago, my dad used to work for RTE. Mm-hmm. And there used to be like the odd weekend away thing down in Killarney or some bollocks like that and I think my mother actually lived for this weekend like she, do you know what I mean she lived her. for it because we went off to the granny or whatever but yeah there was a couple of things like that they did clay pigeon shooting she danced with Des Cahill one year at some event that she told me that for about six months yeah so I just thought I'd try and I recapture that. Too, so I got them honest. vouchers. Never fucking use them. It's what is funny the wrong how, with this generation not using how, vouchers? Oh, they never use their vouchers. Bastards. Like I'm not suggesting, you know, that's the reason we should leave them fending for themselves, living on their own. You know, we compare, like <laughs> mom's always talking about, you know, say, or is it mom or dad? Some one of them. It must be dad actually because he's quite into Japan. So he's always talking about Japanese culture and the whole idea, like three generations living together. Oh, right. Hint, hint. Oh, God. But I mean, I feel like turning around one of these days and saying, I'm sorry, but in Japan, I'm sure they use their vouchers. They defo do, out of respect. Out of respect, courtesy. Yes. You get a voucher, you're 94 years of age, you're not particularly mobile, but you're going to. God damn, you're God damn it, you're going to use that voucher for play pigeon shooting. If it kills you. Is it that they don't trust the vouchers or don't believe that they're real? I think they don't understand, like, they are a product that we have paid for. So many times so I've tried annoying. to make memories for my parents and they're like, we've got enough memories. I think that's Thank what it is. You. I think they just, we have enough memories. We've stayed in a hotel. Oh, fuck's sake. We've ate eggs outside of our own home. Yeah, yeah. I suppose that's a biggie, isn't it? Even when you make it so easy for them, like I made, you know, like last year, it was two years ago, actually. I, um, I, uh, I got dad a voucher for... Uh, brunch and the cinema and the nice. cinema is literally beside the br- like anyone who knows Smithfield so you've got Oscars two feet away you have the cinema so okay. like this was perfectly primed but no he was like oh don't fancy town it would involve a bus anytime within the next year yeah so that unfortunately um well mom and dad did mom found it actually um bizarrely on the day it was about to expire so she forced him, huddled him onto a bus to evade at the brunch. But I just wanted a daddy-daughter day. Yeah. Anyway, so look, I mean, they're, they're, they're tough to buy for. I'm actually, is this really bad? You know what I was thinking of doing? Well, I was saying how I got them an Airbnb, which I think is a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a cousin's wedding, because it's at Easter, the wedding. So bank holiday weekend. So mm. paid for half of it. Um, so it's going to be three bedrooms. So like I was like, okay, that's a good gift. But I thought as a joke, I might get a photo of myself. You know, I was supporting Tommy Tiernan for the last few nights. Yes. And I this gas photo. But how funny would it be, like, just to print off the photo, yes. put in a little tiger frame, and just write Happy Christmas from myself and Tommy. Like, I just think oh, that yeah, would be nice. funny. Well, your parents really chuffed about that now. Strangely, like I said to Mom, I said, I haven't been in touch. Now, she hasn't tried to contact me at all the last few days, but I've been sorry, <laughs> you know, if you have been trying to get in touch. I've, just, I've actually been supporting Tommy Turner, but she's in, she was in that mode. She was in a queue. Right. She's like, oh, that's nice. Okay. Um. Anyway, listen, I'll let you go. So she, I'm sure on the inside she was really chuffed. But I just thought it would be funny. Yes. 
My mum would absolutely, my mum would wet herself. Gee. She would absolutely wet herself. But I think my parents are quite into the showbiz, maybe compared to other people's parents. Yeah, I know now if I, like, I'm sure they'd like to be unwrapping, like, a picture of an ultrasound or something. Yeah, and you're like, God. listen, congratulations. How does it make you feel? So I just feel like, because all the other, like, every year they get all these baby photos from the other girls in the fam. So I'm like, this could be, like, Tommy could be my baby. Could be your baby, yeah. Do you know that kind of buzz? Yeah. I think I'm going to do it. Yeah, do. Listen, Tommy's you just turn baby. away there and I'm going to pop in be here. My, Happy Christmas my, from Tommy and I. Uh, yeah. To, yeah, and then... It's, um, a, it's a good pick, isn't now it? Your fam- it's a great pick, yeah. Are your family going to have a big barney now at Christmas? Would that be your vibe? Oh, or is yeah. it like, let's it's, bottle everything up? Do you know, it's a lot of bottling, a lot of, this is nice, this is nice, this is nice. Isn't this, mm. you know, like, it's like... Let's just keep talking. As my auntie says, whistling past the graveyard, which I just think is such a pertinent phrase. But yeah, a lot of whistling past the graveyard. I know it'd be nice because look, you know, last year it was all, I was doing the whole like, I know it sounds ridiculous, but I think it was a lot... Um, not to get all kind of existential, but oh I think I was a lot God. more unhappy in myself okay, last yes. Christmas. Yeah. So I think this Christmas, I'm kind of like, look, it's one day, um, you know, we don't, can that lady get in? I don't know. Oh, God. Hang have on, to move. Okay, two seconds, guys. There. Pausing. Yeah, right. Okay, we're back on track. <laughs> That's really put a span in the works for right now. feeling festive. Whose fault was it? Was she too close to the line? She was... Okay. She was on the line. John McEnroe. She was on the line and was too precious. Absolutely hate that shit. To climb in through the boot to get into the driver's seat. I mean, come on. Oh, here we go. Here's another car. Here's another one. I see. She's loads of room now. Loads of room. Knows how to park. Yeah. That does annoy me when it's like it's on you. You parked too close to the edge. Why was she standing in front of the car as I was driving towards her? When she yeah. just moved. Was she standing in front of the car or were you kind of driving no. towards her? I think it was more the latter, really. <laughs> anyway, we're feeding festive. We're outside Marks and Sparks. Um, I think that's it, really. So, yeah. And, you know, she was interrupting my, like, emotional moment where I talked she about was. last Christmas. I was a lot less happy than I am now. So this Christmas will be better. I think so. I mean, it's been a month of up and downs. Yes. Yeah, not to go into the deets, but it has been a month of up and downs. But I think ultimately, and you know what's nice this year is that I'm so busy this Christmas, not with anything professional, but just, you know, be doing a lot of driving, a lot of traveling and stuff. And I think that's good because I get bored so easily. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, at a certain age when you don't have kids, Christmas is a strange one because I think there reaches a point when you're no longer kids yourself. There's a brief window, but then I think it's like, you have to, I mean, Christmas is about kids as well. To an extent, I think. I just. They make Christmas, but they do make Christmas. Like, I think you need a little person in the house waiting on Santa. And, I you feel know. like I should give you one of mine. I feel like it would be scabby not uh, to at this no, stage. Are no. you sure? Yeah. Just say it if, no. Okay, Joe. <laughs> is that okay? Okay, are we going to... Uh, oh, a couple of shout-outs we this do. week. I have to say hello to Orla. So Orla was in our Ash, our Whale Theatre gig. Orla, 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 Orla. Orla, 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 come on. Gig. Oh, my God. It was one of those oh gigs where anything could have happened. Like, I just... There was a lot of people having a white Christmas. Let a lot of people way. throwing their keys into a bowl. And they're yeah. like, listen, it's Christmas. 
So Orla was in the audience and I was chatting to her and I was uh, ripping it out of her. And then she messaged me and it turned out that Orla is an old friend of the podcast and would often message us to say hey. So in the messages I would like, oh hey Orla, how's it going? Like, you know Little Love did to hear. we know. And then I get to do the game like, ah fuck off you Well yeah, I'm from Tala. <laughs> I love us. So sorry about that Orla and uh but she was joking aside, Thank she you was so great crack. And she said that loads of people from the show uh, who were in the audience went out to the pub after and everyone was ripping it out of each other that's and the night continued after we had we, gone that's exactly what and we want of course want it was your birthday that night as well belittling each other yes thank so you for your plate of turds that yes. was lovely <laughs> thank you so much so Orla had a pick of that and everything gorgeous so. pick really well nice done, pick. Orla. thank you have so a good much Christmas Orla I did say to Orla I was like of you everything sorted for Christmas and she's like yeah and I was like Orla you're 20 all you have to do is fucking walk downstairs get a grip you've nothing to do yeah. so I did feel a bit bad for saying that to her because I don't actually know her circumstances at all but look I mean it wouldn't be us to me anything but presumptuous like I think that's what that's people it. want about us that's it one yeah. from us you know they I'm want sorry, the now, presumption before you crack on there was some correction corner correction now first of all oh. sometimes we plant Let's fake be, news yes. thank you just Jenny. to make sure you are listening okay this is all part of our machiavellian plan to take over the world thank yes. you it's a big but it's a big old on plan. that note okay so the latest red, okay so that so i think it's we need to call this richard hammond corner yeah instead of corrections it, corner okay richard, richard hammond. hammond corner this week <laughs> turns right. out guess you didn't win an oscar Winona didn't win an Oscar. Winona didn't win an Oscar, but we feel she won an Oscar, and it, that's all that matters. So we've something else we have, we have to address as well. Uh, who? Th- yes. Now Ben actually Ben got in touch on Twitter, and he was like, "I love um, the podcast and our ramblings." I don't know if he used that correct that exact word, but Neil sliding. And diving. That's there's no end. It's just or there's no and. It's just sliding and diving. Yeah, I don't know what that says. But he said that Winona hasn't won an Oscar. But who asked? What's your point, Neil? What is your point? Listen, Neil, stick to the diving, okay? Because (laughs) honestly, stick to the sliding and diving. Stick to the sliding and the diving. But thank, thank you for keeping us on point. We we can't actually proceed now until we address the ghosts. Of Christmas past, Eleanor. Oh, <laughs> listen! I think we can. I think we can speak freely because if there's one thing we have established since last week, it's that our production team is not listening. Okay, <laughs> podcast network not listening. So last production week, team an episode went not up listening of some not on the internet. <laughs> some okay, one In- called Eleanor talking about traveling to Iceland. Um, went up instead of our podcast and then our podcast eventually went up two-pack episode a great episode that Judy did all the research for oh, and I'm very, it sounded like you know we were what? in a tunnel the whole time I'm very sad and my apologies listener because I genuinely I was pissed off about it Emma wasn't I you I were was not, I was, wasn't having the best couple of days anyway and you know it was I mean really it's pissing off because look you know 
we are so serious about this podcast. It is our love. It is our obsession. And we a love passion, the fact please. that you're getting in touch. We love the fact that people are, are into it and digging in and all the rest. And look, we apologize. We apologize yes. for the sound quality last week. <coughs> Not to be kind of, you know, we don't want to be deflecting here, but the, it wasn't really on us either. We did try our best to kind of sort it in advance. It didn't Dude. happen. We took our eye off the ball with that one. So we apologize. Um, and Eleanor can fuck off. She's been deported. I'm been sorry. Sorted. Now, the no, terrible she is thing actually is, Irish, but I she's did been check deported. in. I did. Well, she, she seemed mad for Iceland. So... She did check in. I have to say, Ask I did check in with make it easy it. for mums. I did. Oh, Kerry Katona. I'm sorry. If Kerry Katona is the face of your supermarket. What's wrong with Kerry? She's no Katie Price. Ah! Would, you st- would you be team Kerry? Yeah. I, I just remember Garoge was talking about at some concert he was at and Atomic Kitten were there. And like Kerry was like. You gotta dream it, or you know, like yeah, she's fond of the live life love memes. I'd say. Oh yeah, I'd say the house is absolutely. I'd say the the roof's about to cave um, in with all the mammy memes hung up. Well, on the wall. look, I mean, if it came to it, and I had to choose Carrie or Brian in a custody battle, you know who I go for. Oh yeah, well, I mean, Carrie for days. That's no question. I would say, yeah, I do you know that the really the really pissing thing off about Eleanor's podcast was that <laughs> I'm sure she's a lovely person. I yeah. did check in and I was raging, but I actually thought it sounded quite good. So I was gonna check back in, but we replaced it with our own. Well did she play our podcast? Yeah. I mean it can't be one side relationship, Eleanor. And then people listened for Guerrilla ages because they thought the it was some kind of it was some kind of joke. Because we are a comedy podcast, but even by our standards. So it wasn't a great week for up to 90, but sure, look, we're heading into 2019 now. And it's Fresh, all ahead. It's all ahead. It's all ahead. We, we, we got plans. It's going to, yeah, it's going to be world domination all over. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have a couple of GNTs first at Christmas. A couple of GNTs at Christmas. And once we've gone there. Yeah. Let's come on. We're coming back We're with the plan. So listen, our apologies, but apologies. we will. We won't no take our eye off the ball again. No one was as annoyed as we were. Oh my Let's god! Let's put it that way. That audio I sent you. I hope oh. there weren't any children present. No, as soon as I see an audio from you, I'm putting the headphones in. Oh, like, I, I made that mistake before. I nearly have the. At this stage, the headphones are nearly like on quick draw. Do you know what I mean? And I whip them out, and I just <laughs> in. And there sometimes are a lot of bleeps, I can, a lot of and sometimes I get annoyed because I could be somewhere in work and I'm like doo, 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 staring at the ceiling, and I can see that you're typing, and then I'm like, come on, the fuck, and it's taking so long, and then I see that you're recording one time, only once, one time you were recording, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be a juicy motherfucker. I can't wait for this. I can't wait didn't arrive you're obviously recording with someone else i was like oh my god i was really annoyed but it only happened once but i think it only comes up when recording few. for you sometimes i start recording like even by my standards this is ridiculous <laughs> and i just say listen i have to actually speak to someone yeah oh actually face to face. before we start i know before we start i do want to say something a comedian 18 minutes in okay right a comedian we're under no restrictions here Look, we all know Emma hasn't done much research. She's just buying time. But a comedian said to one of us, I couldn't do a podcast. I haven't enough time. Uh. 
Now, I don't wish him ill will for Christmas, but just get a grip. Get a grip of your life. Get a hold of yourself. Have a look Two at yourself. Words. Have a chat with yourself. See Fuck what's going on. Off. I mean, honestly. But uh, we did have a giggle about it, though. We did. We did have a few WhatsApps about it. I mean, I'm just faffing around with a full-time job, and you're just faffing around with a job and three kids. So, what else would we be doing? Like, we both both have two careers. You've got a few sprogs. I know. It's just... uh, I've got a six-foot sprog I'm trying to take (laughs) care of. (laughs) Oh, she can't find her car. Oh, no. One. I feel so bad, the poor woman. At least it's not pissing rain anyway. Looking for the car. Right, we start on um, Michael J. Fox. Do you know poor my poor old six-foot sprog? He yeah, actually he went to? to pick up the car the other day. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, your car. Usually I take a note of something to know where the car is. Yeah. But he didn't take note and he left it so long that he had to repay the ticket. Oh, gee. So that's yeah, 15. Yeah, he was walking around for 40 minutes, apparently. Yeah, I think it's like 15, 20 minutes is usually the buzz on the tickets. Shout out to my buddy Maria who yeah. told me recently enough she has a trick for the car park oh. which is that if she lose, she lost her ticket this did not concern her at all. It was actually a couple of months ago yeah. and she was like no but sure I know a trick so she went straight up to the machine mm-hmm. got another ticket and then just put it back in and paid whatever it was and I was like I'm pretty sure <laughs> this is not ethical. She's like no they don't mind. So what she do? Just walk up to the thing? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, that's a handy one. I usually just press the buzzer and go, sorry. For help. Usually people are sound, I find. Yeah, yeah. I think they usually are, yeah. Yeah. Invariably, it's like, yeah, they're just like, stop talking. I'm like, I looked everywhere in my handbag. I was just in the middle of sending WhatsApp audio. Not Look, to make here. things gendered, but I'd wonder how many men are like, I can't find my parking ticket in, in in my handbag I don't know well, I'd say it would happen my dad a lot like he'd be fairly scatty do you know would what I mean yeah yeah he'd be fairly he'd be this I just be, think scat man he'd be the scattiest man I know scatty? oh yeah 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 I was always late for birthday parties and I'm talking like parties that were 10 minutes away from my house he constantly okay. used to get lost uh, he slammed the car door onto my finger and just like didn't see my hand. But to be fair, you'd really pissed him off that day. I had. I was flipping him the finger, so that's how you deal with that. But uh, yeah, he'd be quite like really intelligent, but like uh, normal everyday things, not yes. so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> As my mother keeps telling me every conversation, like she reckons now he's on the spectrum. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, when you the think Mary, yeah, 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 yeah. Constantly trying moms. to put dad on the spectrum is the mom's buzz now. I know. Whenever dad pisses mom off, she's always like, "Well, you know, that's it now." <laughs> and I'm like, "It is it. Let's move on." <laughs> I know. Like the simplest thing, like they make a mess when like they're making a cup of tea. Think, yeah, he's on the spectrum. You knew he's from on the spectrum. date one he was like this. Of course. So I have limited sympathy. I know. But Sherlock, I will do the same to my daughter as will she. And, you know, the cycle will continue. The cycle will continue. We'll this continue pressing help buttons saying I've looked everywhere in my handbag. <laughs> we'll continue giving out about our partners even though we made those choices. Sherlock, I can't talk. I came up here the other week without the SD card. <clears throat> you know what well, that's called pulling a Julie for a reason yeah, yeah. because you know I do that shit all the time I know do you know what actually I'm not going to make it gendered do you know what I think I think maybe it's just the women 
we know but like you know the way we were talking about how we find this whole bumbling 30 something you know Bridget Jones type oh. woman that's that female character that continues to be propagated we hate that because every woman we know just has so much going on really noisy so basically the character of a woman in her 30s in a sitcom as a bumbling Egypt she, she has one woman who's my age she's a bumbling well fool. first of all she has to have dyspraxia or something because her balance is just constantly way constantly off falling over constantly Jennifer fa- Lawrence at the Oscar style I mean constantly falling on. over she's always like in a job where she's not really getting on and then she's given like this big opportunity that puts puts loads of pressure on her then she bumps into the ex-boyfriend and he's like looking gorgeous with his and fiance. she spills coffee and then she has a mate who's yeah. like the fat quirky mate or whatever and yeah. it's just like fuck off we've has told the like, story again um, a gay best friend like it's all so mid 90s yeah I mean it is pretty close to what we're living but still it's still, annoying it's wrong it's wrong. It's not fair. Anyway, listen. So, look, I think we've offended all quarters at this point. Good. So, let's move on. Happy Christmas. It's beginning to look a lot like, like Christmas. Christmas. Right, so Michael J. Fox. Basically, He's stocked I... up on the cans there, hasn't oh, he? God, he can hardly fucking control the trolley. God love him. Okay, go. Um, yeah, I chose Michael J. Fox because I was like, when I think of him, I do actually think of Christmas because obviously the Back to Future movies will be on mm. over Christmas and I do love Back to the Future. And I love how now even looking back now, he's so teeny. That's so teeny. So he was like... Teeny. Teeny, yeah. He's five foot four. Okay. So pretty small. But he looks like a pretty small guy and I was looking at some videos of him back when he was 20 and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he does look about 15. It just okay. like a real kind of like Peter Pan look about him. So he's Canadian. He he's not. Is he is he? Canadian, yeah. Alberta, Canada, yeah. Well, that's Canada. So your story checks out. Yeah. Thank you, sliding and diving. Story checks out. Alberta is in Canada. Yeah, so he was born in 1961. So what was he doing in the 90s? So it was only um, Back to the Future 3 that was in the 90s, actually. That was in... 1990. So basically, what happened was that they filmed Back to the okay. Future two and three back to back. Oh, Fred was saying this to me today. Yeah, they filmed them at the same time. So it was six months later that they released uh, part three, and that was the fifth of May, 1990. Beautiful. And um, it made 245.5 million worldwide making it the sixth highest grossing film of 1990 okay that's pretty impressive isn't it what were the other higher grossing films i mean that seems oh, like a lot just other know. films other that's films all we need thank to you okay. moving, on. moving on so um he was doing pretty well for himself but then uh later in 1990 his dad died of a heart attack and then in uh, 1991 at the age of 29 so it was you know young enough man when he lost his dad following year 1991 uh, he was diagnosed with Parkinson's so he was only yes. he was only 29 so it was basically from so young yeah. wasn't it I mean so 29 young. yeah even and at now, this stage now he uh, was married so his wife who he's still with now Tracy Pollen. He, I knew that that he was still with the missus. Yeah, yeah we they, like him for that. They met on Family Ties, and she played his girlfriend. 
So they got together, got oh, married, lovely. and they had four kids. So I think they already had um, at least baby number one when he was diagnosed. So it was just he'd had a tremor in his baby finger. And it wasn't until 1998 that he actually came out with it publicly. And where he came out with it was he spoke at Congress to kind of talk about the lack of uh, funding and research and stuff that had been put into Parkinson's thus far. And he set up, um, I keep wanting to call him Michael Jackson, he set up Michael J. Fox uh, Foundation for Parkinson or something. And to date, I think it's raised over 80 million uh, dollars. So it's like it's touching up on the billion that he has raised for Parkinson's and research he is into the face it. of Parkinson's, isn't he? Yeah, worldwide. And I mean, he still looks great. So, um, it's, it's like from at two, 2000, he kind of retired from acting, but he would have done a lot of voiceover work for things like uh, Stuart Little. Okay. Oh yes, Stuart Little. Yeah, he's little Stuart Little, and then made cameo appearances in things like Boston Legal, Scrubs, Curb Your Enthusiasm, those kind of sh- like you know fairly decent shows. I remember him, Curb Your Enthusiasm, and do you remember he was such a prick to Larry David? And yes, there was that moment, and Larry David does something with his hand. Oh yeah, yeah, and it yes. Was like, Come on. <laughs> Larry, come on. But I'm sure Michael, obviously Michael was great. Of course, yeah. So, Family Ties. You see now, here at home in Ireland, I grew up watching Family Ties and I loved it. And I didn't realise. with the Olsen twins. They were in it. Were they the little little girl in Family Ties? The sister? Were the Olsen twins? No, 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 no. They weren't a sister. No. But I'm pretty sure the Olsen twins were in... They or were full in, house. They were in they full, were in full house. house. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. They so were in full I would have watched Family Ties growing up. I didn't realise that ran from 82 to 89. I thought that that oh, was like yes, kind of early yes, 90s. Yes. Yeah. So the thing was basically written like it was meant to be these hip parents and square kids. But then um, Alex, the character that Michael J. Fox played, was so successful that they kind of... It ended up him being the centre of the show. Okay. So he's yeah. always really popular with the public. Michael J. Fox, do you know what the J stands for? John? No. Jack? No, he. it's totally invented. So his middle name oh, is no actually um, Andrew. And when he became an actor and he was joining the union and stuff like that, they're like, you're going to have to change your name because there's already uh, a Michael Fox. And he didn't like the A ah because he thought it sounded a bit silly, like Michael A. Ah Fox. And then he thought it kind of like was a little bit like the Canadian thing. Oh, A, Michael A. Yeah. yeah. Yes, okay, yeah. So he was like, yeah. So we just thought the J sounded good. And he kind of said that it was kind of a a nod to Michael J. Pollard, the actor. Now, a show that I'd completely forgotten about was Spin City. Do you remember that show? Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. so that ra- that started in 1996. I so, totally forgot he was yes. in that. So Michael J. Fox was the star of that show. It was like a, a sitcom, you know, 30-minute episodes. And it was like this fictional uh, governmental thingy-bob in New York City. And he played the deputy mayor. And obviously uh, Heather Lockyer was in it as well. But it was real like... I don't want to say trashy, but it it was real like stereotypical like sitcom, right? They had all the kind of key characters. Bit cheesy. Bit cheesy. Do you Too know what I mean? Too easy. Yeah. 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 Fairly easy. And um, you know, I think it would have been 
uh, repeated a lot, kind of like Saturday mornings, kind of Sunday mornings, hangover TV or whatever. But um, so he left in 2000 from Spin City. So they, he did like four series of it. So it was like a pretty successful show. And then Charlie Sheen took over from him and it only went on for another two years. Um, so obviously he was kind of the backbone of the whole problem. Five Emmys, four Golden Globes, a Grammy and two Screen Actor Guild Awards. Um, just have a look at some of his like most recent interviews when he was speaking about uh, Parkinson. Parkinson's in July of 2018. He was like, you know, he's really positive about it all. And obviously he's done all this um, fundraising and, you know, from all the 800 million dollars that's been raised that's all like through private donations and stuff you know mm. uh like he's getting on to the rich friends and stuff but he's uh you know he's really positive about it but he did say like he he does wish that he wasn't in the situation yes and that it of completely course. sucks basically is what he said so he's kind of open about the fact that it's shit yeah so he i mean he would still do interviews and you know like um there was one interview i think uh it was for entertainment uh you know the american not channel program and one of the first questions is like you know how are you feeling today uh, like is today a good day for you and he's like well there's not really good or bad days i think it's just like this is what it is this is existence now yeah when it's just that it's not it's just like i suppose slowly 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 he's it's going to just get worse whatever he still looks great i have to say the hair still looks fantastic he still looks good still he still looks very youthful I mean, and obviously like he's you got know that, that he has Parkinson's, you know, and it has it does affect his speech and his movement and whatever. I'm just talking on the purely superficial thing of watching him being interviewed. Yeah. But like, he looks very good and his, as I said, he's still with the wife and his son, Sam, is uh, was his firstborn and he's, I think he's becoming an, an agent. Like a... Oh. Uh, Actress yeah, yeah, yeah. and then his youngest girl she's still in high school or whatever but um do you know what i like about the roles he's done like even him and the good wife and stuff yes like, and even that role in curb your enthusiasm like i like the fact that i don't know is it even like he's going out of his way like he doesn't want you know there's always you know i think that kind of danger and it's probably something that you would be scared of especially as an actor that because you have a disease that suddenly you're defined by that disease and people kind of almost like you're almost canonized like you become Saint Michael J. Fox because you've got Parkinson's it's almost like he's gone out of his way to not be that person well like even like a lot of people have said to him that in a way like he's nearly the best person that it could have happened to and the best kind of advocate for it because he says like you know 95% of my life has nothing to do with Parkinson's and isn't a part of who I am and whatever but because he's so positive and looks great and he has his wife and his family whatever like you do believe what he's saying at the same time that he's like yeah like this is crap like but I'm still like living a very full life or whatever but he did say he he felt himself he had he so he took seven full years so 
you know, he was still working a lot during the 90s and obviously he was still doing all of Spin City. He'd been diagnosed mm. for a few years by then before he came out. But he was like, he had to take those seven years himself and be, and he said like, it was totally 100% a, um, a selfish decision on his part that he needed to just keep that private and figure out, figure it out in his own head of what he was going to do with this information and, you know, how yeah. he, what he wanted to do and how he was going to live his life or whatever. So I'd say... 29. Yeah, 29. And is it genetic, Parkinson's? Like, what is the story with We Don't Know? I don't know. Like, is 29 so young? I don't it's think crazy. it... crazy. I don't know. I, I was going to start... Um, getting into medical facts there, but I oh, don't actually know. Can you imagine what the Hands Richmond Hammond would look at next week? <laughs> Listener, get in touch and let us I know. I think you actually get it from eating too much sugar. It's sugar. It's crisps. It's definitely sugar. Smoky bacon crisps, I yeah. reckon. Uh, that's what I've heard. Yeah. Okay, don't call mm-hmm. us on that, but that's what I've heard. But yeah, I just, uh, I love Michael J. Fox. Who doesn't? And, oh no, just when I was looking back at the, like, the early... Uh, Interviews of him and whatever, like absolutely gorgeous, real Cutie kind of vibe. Davy Jones, like from the monkeys kind but of vibe about small, him. Though very small, too even small. though, and he's much smaller than his wife. And there was a storyline in Spin City where uh, he was going out with Heidi Klum or something. Oh, so yeah, like funny. he's five foot four. So oh. you know, see, just five foot four. That's what he is. Yeah, like even that would be restrictive for me now. That's quite small. How tall are you? I'm five two. Ah, oh, come on, Emma. Yeah, a lot of people when they and your me. tiny little wedge boots, <laughs> you could go there, surely, with Michael Che. <laughs> yeah, I probably could. Yeah, I used to be mad about him when I was younger, and when I watched Family Ties, he had there was this great scene in it where he was teaching the sister about when you get a birthday card that you don't open the card that you uh, tear open the envelope with and envelope opener what are they called a letter opener that's the one yeah you open that and then you shake it out to see if there's any money oh yeah no money thrown yeah. away yeah yeah and i was yeah. like so he was that character so yeah, I, I really yeah. liked the character and the mom in it was an architect so i did go around for a while saying i was going to be an architect now past maths that seems logical i don't think he can do architecture if you did pass maths, I think maths is actually pretty Listener, important. Let us know. Let us know. Do you need Co- a bit of maths to do be I an need architect? to go back? You, Emma, I think it was I just the song, and the man had grey hair. She could. She was the kind of mad that could pull off a fringe. Okay. Do they some mad? Like, oh, well, stop I think with a lot of Americans can pull off a fringe. Why is that? Is it they that they have the fringe have and then the great teeth? That is it I, the great? Maybe it? it's the fact that they've got the teeth as well, because you know a fringe, you know all the other features on that face need to be on point because you're already yes. missing half your face. I know. So you can't distract as distract from an overbite by you know a fantastic <laughs> forehead. Which would you prefer, overbite or underbite? Oh, overbite. Yeah, for completely. days. <laughs> overbite all the 100%, way. 100%, yeah, yeah. But um, now she had great hair. And then the song was brilliant. Sha-la-la-la. Love that. I knew we couldn't get through the episode without a bit of singing from Emma. Would somebody please sign Emma? Please. Fuck's sake. Um, so that was really interesting. So Michael J. totally, listen... 
Do you? Because I, I, listen, I thought you were a bit mad when I heard Michael J. Fox. I yeah. initially thought 80s. But yes. sure, he was plenty busy in the 90s. He was plenty busy in the 90s, yeah. And um, like a lot of the stuff that he did, sure, like we were only getting it on the telly here in the 90s. So I was like, look. There was a bit of delay over here. Listener from Ireland. It's not delay. like it is now where everything's on not Netflix like ready now. to go for everybody. But um, yeah, sure. Although I did try Michael to get into a site um, today and I was told I couldn't get into it. It wasn't like a dark website. Um, but I was told oh. I couldn't get into it because of my jurisdiction. So yeah. maybe there is an element of American internet, Irish internet, is there? There is, of course. But you, that, I think what you do then is you hide your VPN. Oh, listen to you. You know what makes me sad. Yeah. So no. Hi, listen, so if you've taken anything from today's episode, hide your VPN. Yeah. Um only rock a fringe if you're American. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. Uh, five foot four is too small for anyone, is what we're saying. Even if you are Michael J. Fox. Uh, a whirl. You would, Emma. I think I would. you would. Yeah, I yeah. think about how good it would be for the podcast. It'd be great for the podcast. Imagine me dubbing podcast festival next year and me like rocking up with Michael. Oh, that'd be pretty amazing, yeah. Kind of that'd kind of blow, it'd be kind of Sorry, blow Shane. Fred out of the water, wouldn't it really? Michael Jane Fox. Yeah, oh, Fred. I think for Shane, look, I think Shane, it would be an adjustment, but I think that he would start again. Yeah. I think Emma again with Michael J. Fox has been. Would you take the kids to LA? Would I take the kids to LA? Yeah, yeah, would you? Ah, uh, you see, you are a good mom. I say it all the time. <laughs> I would, yeah. I take them. Mama. I get a couple I of nannies, but yeah. You're great. Okay. Thank you. Um you've been great. You've been great. I've been great. We've all been great. Listener, thank you for listening and happy Christmas. Catch you in the new year, buds. Laters. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.